Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Um, happy Thanksgiving to y'all, and um, we wish y'all a blessing, a safe, um, whatever, if, if y'all on the trip or if y'all went home with your family and everything, have a good Thanksgiving. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, as we come to y'all for the new episode. Um, Low-scoring game, a lot of BS with this uh, with this loss against the Patriots again. Um even though even though they saying that the punt return touchdown should have been a call back for because of the block you know hit hit from the back which we agree on but at the same time it just the, the game was 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 uh, embarrassing on my end and I felt like you know the offense um including Zach Wilson definitely deserved to lose except for the defense the defense put on an amazing performance yeah this this game was it was one of I would say one of the bigger letdowns that I've seen in like some time with this team because this was a, a prime opportunity to turn the page on the you know the narrative of the same old Jets you know um, you go in and you have your defense play the way it did. I'm saying like uh, New England isn't the most potent offense in the t- in the league, but at the end of the day, being able to hold any team to you know three points for you know a fifty-something minute time span is is still an accomplishment. You know, pretty much regardless of what team is on the other side of the field. Um, but to me, as I said, just going over some of the stuff that I like previewed uh, of the game offensively, um, like I said, it was just more of the stuff that I critiqued Zach Wilson about since day one, you know, um, poor, poor mechanics, uh, poor accuracy, poor anticipation. It's just like all of these things just compiled into creating a performance that you saw this past Sunday. Um, And to me, a bigger issue than that was his nonchalant, dismissive behavior after the game where literally the word no became one of the, how was I say, the most impactful statements of the entire game. Like for him to think that that was an adequate response after literally having one of the most horrific second half quarterbacking performances and in, in probably in, in the history of the game, that's not the way to respond. So yeah, it, that that whole that whole game was bad and his reaction afterward just made it that much worse. And not not only that, Kyle, um I think we saw 
the 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 bad mechanics and the bad throwing from Zach Wilson, even on the screenplays, he just seems like he was just overthrowing. Um, the third and one play, which I thought he could have gave it to Michael Carter and Carter could have got the first down, um, with with you know certain with certain amount of time left on on that clock. I was already kind of upset, and I get it that. They didn't want the Patriots to have the ball, you know, with when with no time left, which was unsuccessful. But he had at least two or three people wide open and in the on the third and one. And it just it just seems like Zach Wilson is off for some apparent reason. It, 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 I don't know what was going on. I already knew it was it was BS. Once I saw him overthrowing screen passes and um, I think one pass, I'm surprised Mims caught the ball. I got to give Mims his props for that beautiful catch when uh, Zach Wilson tried to, uh, I guess, tried to throw long, even though the wind was blowing. And then Mims, even though he did a little push off, he got he got the catch. But it just seems like Zach, Zach Wilson was all over the place that game. Yeah, honestly, that that performance was nothing short of what I've you know said about him from day one you know when he was having his pro day like he's still just as inaccurate today as he was on his pro day and we're talking about roles that were uncontested so so this time if you if you haven't gotten to a point where you can throw an accurate pass 10 yards with no with no one within your line of sight to me is a huge issue that needs more attention to that necessarily doesn't require you to be on the field at all yeah, and this was the game for Zach Wilson to actually make a statement. Um, you know, not just for not just for the Patriots or the AFC East, but also for the AFC um playoff contenders. And they I think they pay him more attention to that defense because they know that defense is a threat. And the problem the problem still remains, even though they have injuries, they they have to find ways of um you know, trying to get trying to get that pass game going in order for the um the running backs to to get that running game involved or vice versa. And also not just that, um, you could tell in Garrett Wilson's voice that he was very, very frustrated, not just I think with Zach Wilson, but also with um the floor's uh, play calling. Yeah, um I said this this I'm I'm less of a critic of the Florida play calling at the at the at the moment because like that's something that I, I've also had issue with um you know in um past history. I, I wasn't you know being a first time signal caller, um or should play caller I can or yeah, first time because they, even though this is his second year, this is still something new to him so i get it where there might be some issues with terms of like scheme and stuff whatever so be it but at the end of the day having a quarterback play the way zach has um 
doesn't make it any better because um, we've definitely seen uh, through you know reviewing tape there there are many opportunities um, that he's just missing. You know, outside of that third and one, I saw another play where he missed Mims for like a 29-yard touchdown. Like literally Mims got behind the safety and he looked at Mims and didn't throw him the ball for whatever reason. Which is crazy. Um, and now Zach Wilson is on the bench. Um, hopefully this is a wake-up call for Zach Wilson and hopefully he'll get it together. But since he's benched, we got Mike White going against Justin Fields and the Bears, which should be a very, very, very exciting game. Um, I'm expecting – I won't expect much from Justin Fields. I know he's going to put his plays out there, but I don't expect the Bears to be on the score as much points as they did the last two, three games. Um, what 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 can you say about Chicago and how they've been playing lately and um, what you expect of this game? Um. I'm not sure what to expect of this game, to be quite honest, knowing that uh, White is going to be the starting quarterback and understanding uh, what's going over, going on over there in Chicago with um, their injuries that they have and, you know, the changes that they're going through with um, some of the uh, defensive side of players that, you know, were traded away and they're trying to, I guess, um, I guess look for look for the future in terms of like just getting pieces that they feel is um, appropriate to, to build up that team. So I would have to say that I commend uh, Fields for just putting forth the effort that he is. You know, he's definitely showing signs of um, improvement over you know what was being said of him uh, pre-draft. You know, so like I'm actually, you know, happy to see that he's able to do well. But, you know, obviously this 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 coming game, um, I'm looking for us to be able to get the, the better of him, however that may be. Um yeah, I think I think, you know, the the first thing they need to do is get that offense involved. I would love for them to kick the ball. Well, I would love for them to receive the ball to try to make a statement in that first quarter. And then whatever happens with Phils, um, you know, is just going to happen because I know Phils is going to get his regardless. But I feel like this defense has been, you know, playing legitly, legitly um, very well that they can they can find a way to stop Phils in that Bears offense. Um, I think this I think this will be a win for Mike White. It won't be easy. But this will not be a high-scoring game. I'm going to say 21-20. Um, Jets. This will this will be very tough. Um, I also won't be surprised. I won't be surprised if the Jets lose this game as well. Um, it's a it's a coin flip for me, but I, I will go with Mike White for the one. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to go with um. I'm going to go with a Jet win here. Uh, I think at the end of the day, uh, our defense, you know, the way they've been playing, uh, it's, it's going to be really hard for, I think, for Chicago to 
get much success um, over over us. Um, with that being said, I, I'm hoping that you know all hands are on deck. I, I know there was some talks of um, uh, Sauce Gardner's uh, calf having an issue, so hopefully that doesn't um, play uh, play into the hands of Chicago, and they're able to take advantage of that if he is injured. Um, but other than that, I I, I don't think um, Chicago's offense is, is, just has enough to um, to get them over the hump. Uh, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to give it a, a 20 to 20 to 13 uh, Jet victory. But also, I think I think I think we need to uh, speak a little before we move on. I think we need to give a lot of credit to that to that D line. That D line is something special, man. Especially Quentin Williams that's playing the Pro Bowl, the Pro Bowl year. Um, I would like to say for Quentin Williams, this is much different from uh, him having <laughs> the year he had than Muhammad Wilkinson. And I'm not trying to downgrade him or anything, but you know, on a year that Quentin Williams, you know, getting the contract extension. I think Quentin Williams definitely deserves it and he's showing that he's he's ready to play at that elite level for uh, years to come. Yeah, absolutely. Um this is uh this is definitely something that you know people weren't expecting from at least from you know I know I, I wasn't expecting it. I expected them to be like at least uh, competent on the defensive end, defensive side with who they have. But, you know, as we see, um, we have most, uh, I would say, a 90% chance of having a Pro Bowl defensive tackle this year in Quinn Williams and a very strong chance for us to have defensive uh rookie of the year and sauce if he continues playing the way he's playing so definitely a, a shout out to the defense and you know the coaching staff for them putting this together and um just having these guys play in the, the level that they're playing yeah and, and this amazed me that they they are playing to, from last year to this year they they are playing one hell of, they they playing one hell of a season um and then kudos to, to uh, Joe Douglas and Salah for, for um, definitely and uh, and the defensive coordinator um, for for basically putting that defense from from last like maybe second to last to uh, top maybe possibly top three defense in the NFL. So that so kudos to those those three guys because they definitely deserve it. Um, Let's get into this week eleven uh review, man. To a lot of crazy things that happened. So yeah, um the Titans uh beat the Packers by 10, 27 to 17. Yeah, I wasn't um I wasn't expecting this. Uh, I thought that the Packers would have given a better showing. Um it seems like, you know, uh Rogers is getting a little more, more comfortable with um, his rookie receivers. I think um, Christian Watson um, has had back-to-back -back decent games with in scoring multiple touchdowns. So uh, 
maybe that's a good thing, you know, for Green Bay, you know, to see going forward. But um, so at the end of the day, you know, uh, heavy doses of uh, Henry and a pretty decent uh, statistical game by Tannehill was able to get them over the hump. Um, so Titans still playing good football. Uh, to, I mean, you know, kind of not surprised, but kind of surprised the way how Rodgers is struggling. And the more that we see Rodgers in the office uh, are um, struggling, the more that we're going to see Rodgers at his last year playing with Green Bay. And this will not be a surprise. So, yeah, um, it's kind of, kind of sad, but we kind of figured this was a possibility at this point. So, um, shout out to the Titans for the win. Um, the Falcons barely beat the Bears, um, 27-24. Yeah, I thought the Falcons were going to Falcon <laughs> that game. <laughs> you know, but um, at the end of the day, uh, 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 a difference was, um, let's say, a, a kickoff return for by Cordell Patterson. I think he had, what was it, like 105 yards uh, kickoff return. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so yeah, that um, definitely gave them a little bit of a boost so that they were able to um, uh, withstand um, Chicago because they Chicago's uh, offense, you know, they did pretty well again with um, you know, with Justin Fields being the workhorse, both um, with his arm and um, on the on the ground, you know, using his legs. But uh, yeah, they was able to uh, withstand his onslaught, so to speak. <laughs> Yeah, right. And also shout out to Cordell Patterson for um for the new record of kickoff return king. Yeah. Um he had this knife. So shout out to uh, Patterson as a hell of an accomplishment. I thought it would never be broken uh after Devin Hester. So yeah, um definitely well deserved and shout out shout out to him. Um Bills. Uh, uh, well, I can't say they barely beat the Browns, but they did their thing against the Browns, thirty-one to twenty-three. Yeah, it wasn't looking good for them in the beginning. Uh, Cleveland had jumped out pretty early, but um, Buffalo settled down and slowly uh, uh, took over the game as 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 time went on. Uh, I know Cleveland tried to make a little bit of a comeback towards the end, but it wasn't enough. Yeah, um, um, Josh Allen's still struggling. You can tell that injury is still playing a part of his game, but they still did what they had to do to get the win, so shout-out to the Bills. Um, In a questionable game where the Eagles almost lost and, and now almost won that game, they, they came back and won by only one point, 17-16. Yeah, that was a, that was a nail-biter <laughs> for those guys. Um, It was really looking like they were – they were gonna lose that one, but uh, a late touchdown, you know, uh, helped them to, to get past get past the Colts in the in their bounce back game after um, losing to the Commanders. Yeah, um, to and you know, it's it's gonna to get tougher and tougher for the Eagles, and um, I, I feel like they they not they not in bounce back control like how they was before the week. Um, before they buy a week, and yeah, and, if, and it looks like it's going to be tough, and and it's just looking like it's going to be any anybody's game to go to the Super Bowl in the NFC. So um, yeah, I think we need to pay close attention to that. Um, the Saints seems like a 
Rams are still struggling and things is not getting better in LA as the Saints uh, beat them 27 to 20. Yeah. Uh, Andy Dalton had him a, 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 a performance of um, 21 of 25 for 260 and three touchdowns. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that was, has been quite some time that he's probably had anything close to that type of uh, efficient. Uh, efficient game so that was definitely i would say the the reason uh the saints were able to you know to come out on top of that one uh i don't i don't know what to say no that'll be the last game Andy dalton will do something like that but shout out to dalton and the saints for that win um good one for them um shockingly the lions beat the giants 31 18. Yeah, I, I had a feeling that they could have um they could have lost this game just on the premise that uh that the the Lions have a really good offense. <laughs> you know, and I felt that it was it was gonna be a high scoring game where the the Giants would have had to um you know be able to keep up with them. And as you can see, they, they weren't able to as the, the Lions put up 31 on them. Yeah, um, very, very weird. Um, but the Lions won three straight. So, you know, at this point, you got to give them credit. Um, so you got to give the Lions credit. Um, they're showing us they're not the uh, the worst team in the NFL. So, shout, shout out to the Lions. Hell of a win. Um, low scoring, low, low scoring game. Uh, Ravens, Panthers, thirteen to three. Yeah, uh, that game was uh, pretty shocking that it was that close. Uh, I know um, going into the game, there were some questions of whether or not uh, Jackson was going to play or not. Um, but you know, he was able to to get out there and play, and did you know just enough to. Uh, to get those guys the, the win. Yeah, um, definitely a struggle, but, you know, we should expect the, the Ravens to win, and the Ravens have to win games like that, especially when you're playing against a team that's struggling. So, yeah, um, good good win for the Ravens. Um, commanders, at, oh, what you was going to say, Kyle? No, I was going to say, and, you know, with that, you know, that performance, um, I think we might have seen the last of uh, Baker Mayfield as um, Sam Donald was named the starter for the next game. Yeah, and that's going to be very interesting. Uh, yeah, I could say it. I know I was wrong about Baker Mayfield. So, yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens when uh, Sam Donald play. Um, and in and, and, and fashion, uh, commanders is, came, came on top after beating – the eight no Eagles at the, at that time as they uh crushed the Texans twenty three to ten. Yeah, they really jumped out on the Texans early and uh they uh was able to um pull out that win. Uh if I'm not mistaken, I've also heard um I guess rumblings about uh Davis Mills maybe um getting replaced. Uh at quarterback, so that's that should be definitely something to to watch out there in Houston. Mm, I mean, 
all in all, um, the commanders have been playing good football lately. Um, it looks like the NFC East is looking like the AFC East is very tight. And, you know, then that, that's what makes the NFL exciting. Um, I've, we really had the NFC East as one of the weak links, the weak divisions. But, you know, the division is looking strong and, you know, that's what makes football fun. So shout out, uh, shout out to the commanders for the win. Um, in overtime, the Raiders beat the Broncos 22-16. Yeah, that was definitely a surprise, uh, especially knowing that it was uh, the defense that uh, that let the, the Broncos down in that game, giving up that uh, touchdown to, to um, Adam Satan again. But uh, at the end of the day, it was a tale of uh, pretty much two uh, struggling teams trying to, you know, trying to find their way to get a to get a win, you know, and just uh, the least worst team <laughs> uh, was <laughs> able to get it. Yeah, um, uh, just like I said, um, I was kind of not surprised. I know I picked the Raiders to win the game, but. I know, you know, just by car, the way how he spoke and, and stood up for his teammates, it was going to, you know, give a give a fight for his team um, to, to actually want to get this win. And that's why I made that choice. And it was a good win for the Raiders overall. So congratulations to the Raiders. They finally got a win after losing um, a couple of games in a row. Uh, now, the struggle now, like I said last week, the Vikings always struggle against the Cowboys, but I did not expect the Cowboys to dominate that ass as they lost 40 to three. Yeah, I, I can't even begin to uh, explain what happened in that that game. Uh, I don't think anybody would have expected uh, a 40 point uh, performance. Uh, they pretty much held Cousins to nothing. He had a, a 105 yards <laughs> um, the entire game. And it was almost as if it's like one of those things where a team just has their number because uh, that's not something that you would expect from them, especially after, you know, coming off the win against uh, Buffalo. Yeah, and also I could see um, Odell Beckham being uh, being signed to the Cowboys. I, I could after that game, I could see Beckham signing to the Cowboys and being a piece with them. But I I love that kid Pollard, man. They I don't I know Zeke's supposed to be the main one, but Pollard is that guy, man. I I, I I've been talking about him in the past few weeks, Kyle. I really like that kid. That kid is definitely putting numbers up for that for them Cowboys. Yeah, he's, he's definitely showing out, um, which at the end of the day, and it's a day and age in the NFL, it's not a bad thing to have more than one good running back on your squad. So they, they the, the Cowboys definitely have a luxury for them right now. I agree. Um, high scoring game, Bengals barely beat the Steelers 37-30. to 30. Yeah. Uh, you still uh, – uh, Joe Barrow had a had a, a great game with um over 300 yards and scoring uh four touchdowns. So that's pretty much, you know, the story and then uh 
P. Ryan having three of those uh, receiving touchdowns. So I was just more surprised that uh, that it was such a high scoring output from the from the Steelers. I wouldn't have. I personally wouldn't have expected that just by the way they've been uh, playing recently. Yeah, um, I didn't expect it to be a high, very high scoring game, but uh, it was a must win game for the Bengals. Um, so they had to win that game, but it was a good fight for the Steelers though. So it was a wonderful game overall um, from, from both teams. Um, Kelsey is unstoppable as the Chiefs beat that as Kelsey beat the Chargers thirty to twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, he's he's um he's definitely you know go down as one of the all time greats, and he definitely had a great performance with um one hundred and fifteen yards and three touchdowns. Um, you know the Chargers try to keep it competitive, you know, especially with all of the injuries that they have. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, we just um, too much Kelsey for them. <laughs> yeah, um, to I mean, this one, you can you don't want the Chiefs to have home field um, throughout the playoffs, but it seems like it's going to happen again, and it's without Tariq Hill. And I was just talking to some people about that, and I was like, it's, it amazes me that you know that they they got rid of Hill and they still find the ways to still win games to just show that they didn't need him at all and um and it seems like it worked out for both teams so that's so you know it, it just it's, it's wonderful to see that 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 they got Hill and it's helping out to his game and basically the Chiefs are still winning and they looking like they on top of the AFC um, so yeah, shout shout out to both shout out to uh, both teams, but shout out to the the Chiefs and Chargers for a hell of a performance. And last but not least, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo then 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 tore up the uh, struggling Cardinals thirty eight to ten. Yeah, uh, that should have, I said knowing that they didn't have any uh, Kyler Murray quarterback for the Cardinals, it was a recipe for disaster for them. Um, Definitely took advantage of that. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, had a, a fairly decent game, you know, throwing, I think throwing for two touchdowns. And, you know, with um, both, no, sorry, throwing for four touchdowns. Uh, and then uh, George Kittle's having two of those. You know, it's, I know it's pretty, it's a good thing to have, you know, security blanket back. I know Kittles had some, was out some time, I think if I'm not mistaken, with injuries or something like that. So it's good to see him back and being productive. Um, I, I, I would, the only thing I would want to say is that um, one thing you can't do is sleep on the 49ers because the 49ers definitely have a chance of being one of, um, one of the teams that can go to the NFC championship game, the way how they playing um, to, and they Garoppolo is just proven, proven once again. You know, if I'm here and I'm playing, we we could do some things, and that's what they're doing right now. So shout out to the 49ers. Um, who you got for player of the week? Um, uh, who would I say this? But there was definitely some, some uh big time performances this week from different people. 
Um, you know what? I'm going to go with someone that I said I didn't expect to have the game that he had, and it would probably be some time before he has a game like that before. Again, I should say. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna give it to Andy Dalton. But I said I never expected mm. him to be able to play at this that type of level again. Yeah, um, and I'm I'm definitely giving it to my boy Tony Pollard, man. I love I love that kid, man. That that kid, man, he he is special. Um, to you know, and I know Cowboys fans is loving the kid right now, but yeah, I definitely like what I see out of him, and hopefully he keeps it up. Um, to top ten rushing yards, um, to uh, fifth in average yards, not five point nine per carry, <laughs> and the kid is just just doing. He's just doing amazing things. So shout out to the kid. You def, uh, you and Andy Dalton, y'all, y'all are basically our play of the week for week eleven. Now, now we can get on to week twelve because it's almost playoff time and, and things about to get more relevant than what it is. So the first game we got. Is the Bills against the uh the Bills against the Lions? Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with the the Bills for this game. Uh, I don't obviously I don't want to for obvious reasons, but um, yeah, I think the Bills are gonna come out on top of this game. Um, I'm definitely going with the Bills. Uh, I'm, the Lions the Lions streak will end, but. I know that the Bills are, are ready to dominate in Detroit once again after beating Cleveland in Detroit. So, yeah, the Bills would win the game. Giants against the Cowboys. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. I think that they're almost in a similar situation where I was playing with the. Uh, with Detroit, I think that the Cowboys has a, a potent offense that's going to, you know, you know, give them problems, and I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with the scoring. Um, give me the Cowboys as well. Um, <laughs> let that kid, let the kid Tony Pollard do his thing, man. Um, I know Zeke is still there, but like I said, that that kid going to be doing some things for the Cowboys. And they got somebody special. So yeah, give me give me the Cowboys. Um, Patriots versus Vikings. Yeah. Uh this is a tough one. I I'm gonna go I guess I'll go with the Vikings. Um, I, mm-hmm. I know they're at home and they're so they're coming off a, an embarrassing an embarrassing loss. Uh maybe they should, you know, can get a uh you know save a little face and be able to you know be able to uh beat New England at home. Um yeah give me give me the uh give me the Vikings as well. Um after a very embarrassing loss they have to let them know that they're they're they were supposed to have been first but they they have to let you know teams know that they still is one of the top teams in the NFC. So yeah, give me the Vikings as well. Um, Buccaneers versus Browns. Uh, give me the give me the Buccaneers. Uh, I know they're from I think they come off the 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 bye. 
so they should be well rested and prepared to to go in and and you know take on a Cleveland team that you know isn't one of the greatest teams, but you know uh, they even though they're at home, I don't I don't think that they'll be able to uh, to really do anything with the Bucks. <laughs> Yeah, um, give me the Buccaneers as well. Um, this is when Tom Brady go on the streak. And I won't be surprised if the streak starts now. So yeah, give me the Buccaneers. Um, AFC uh rematch from playoff rematch, uh, Bengals versus Titans. Um, this is a tough one. Um, give me the Titans. Uh, I think uh, at the end of the day, the 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 playing style. Might give uh, Cincinnati some problems. I think I think it's, it's probably going to be one of those like drawn out, uh, slow slow pace type games. Yeah, give me the uh, I'll I'll take the Bengals. I, I think I think this is this is the time for uh, Joe Burrow to to show them that they still want that AFC championship and and they 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 want to go back to the to the chip. So give me the Bengals. Um, it's going to be a very good game, though. Um, Texans versus Dolphins. Uh, yeah. As much I would like the Texans to win, uh, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I know they're, they're already having issues uh, at the quarterback position, so I don't think that's going to help the situation any. I agree with you. And, uh, yeah, Dolphins should. Should should wax be be putting the wax all over the candles. So yeah, give me the give me the dolphins on that one. Um Falcons versus Commanders. Ooh, um this one's a I think this was that was a coin to us for me. Uh give me give me the commanders. I think, uh, like I said, beating the Eagles probably gave them a little bit of a uh, a battery in their back. So I think they're going to probably play a little, be playing a little bit better going forward. Uh, give me the Falcons. It's going to be very tough, but um, I like what I like. I said before, I like what I see out of the Falcons, and hopefully that game against Chicago will boost boost their energy up as well. Um, so yeah, give me the Falcons. Um, Bron- Broncos versus Panthers. Oh, yeah, that should be an interesting game. Um, I'm going to go with the Broncos. Um, That's what the premise. I know Sam Donald's starting. Uh, I don't know how he's going to be in his first start, even though the the Broncos haven't been playing that, that great. I don't know if – I think they're at least a good enough team to go on the road and beat the Panthers. You know what? Give me, give me the Panthers. Russell Wilson and that Bronco offense has really been struggling. I think Donald needs to make, make a point, and the and this and this game should be the point. So, I, I, you know what? I'm gonna take the Panthers. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Gamble on that one. Um, Ravens versus uh, Jaguars. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Ravens on this one. Uh, they they definitely need to win. Um, just to keep pace with what's going on in the, the AFC. 
Yeah, you're definitely correct. And I'm agreeing with you on that one. Uh, give me the Ravens on this one. Um, Chargers versus Cardinals. Uh, yeah, that should be the Charger win. Uh, I don't know if um, Kyler's going to be back by now. I don't, I don't remember seeing how long he was supposed to be out for. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Yeah, give me the Chargers as well. Um, I know they heated after losing that last game, so I think the Chargers are going to be ready to win. So, yeah, give me the Chargers. Um, Raiders versus Seahawks. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Seahawks. They're at home. Uh, like I said, the, the Raiders, I know they came out with a win this, this past weekend, but uh, like I said, they're, they're really not playing as well as I know that they feel that they can play. <laughs> yeah, um, I... <sighs> I think I think that that win against the Broncos can boost their energy to uh, get one of those get one of those uh, upsets. I'm I'm going to pick the Raiders to to win the game. Um, Seahawks is the better team, but the you know, but for me it's the the more more of the heart and who has more heart. And I think the Raiders is going to have more heart to win the game. So give me the Raiders. Um, Rams versus Chiefs. Yeah. Um... I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. You know, the, the, the Rams are definitely a little bit, of, I guess, what they call Super Bowl drunk. <laughs> yes, they are. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they just released another one of their running backs. So, <laughs> yeah, what's going on over there? Yeah. yeah, they just look sad, sad as hell. So yeah, give me the Chiefs as well. Um, Saints versus 49ers. Who? Um. Give me the 49ers. Uh, it's because they're at home. Like I said they they they're playing pretty decent football right now, and that's it. I'm not totally trusting anything Andy Dalton leads in terms of a football team. So yeah. Yeah, give me the 49ers. Um, to, like I said, they ready. They ready to make a run, and we're gonna definitely see what we see out of uh, we definitely gonna see. Um, what we see, basically what, what we're going to know about the 49ers um, as these games come along. So, yes, um, give me the 49ers. Sunday night game, Packers versus Eagles. Uh, give me the Eagles. As I know they, they made some uh, some changes. You know, on the defensive side, you get to see what um, Ndamukong Sue has left in the tank. <laughs> so, yeah, give me the Eagles. Give me the Eagles as well, but I won't be surprised if the Packers win. Give me the Eagles as well. Um, Eagles, they got to they gotta, they gotta make a point against the Packers. And if you don't do that thing, basically you letting teams know that they could either come to your town or or basically they could play on the road and they'll have a chance of winning. So this is the game the Eagles needs needs to make a point. But yeah, give me the Eagles. And last but not least, the Monday night game, Steelers versus Colts. Uh I'm gonna go 
I'm gonna go with the the upset here. I think the Steelers is going to um. I think the Steelers is gonna uh, win that game. Wow. Yeah. Um. Okay. I guess it kind of surprised me enough that I was just like kind of shocked. <laughs> but uh, give me give me the Colts. Um. The Colts have been playing bad, a little better ever since uh, Jeff Saturday's been coaching. Um, and I like what I see out of the Colts, so I, I, give me the Colts. But I'll be surprised if the Stoles win that game. And uh, that's that's it for our uh, episode. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Just Man's Podcast. And um, again, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to uh, everybody that's listening to us. Um, we do this for y'all every week. And until, until next time, we, we out of here. Peace.